Hello and welcome to <laughs> I'm I'm not counting, but welcome to another episode of my space. Um <laughs> there's plenty to talk about and I cannot wait for Tuesday, but we are here today and I'm precious is here and also we have a guest for today. On today's episode we'll be talking about well um United's potential appointment of Eric Ten Hag. It's almost confirmed and it's been reported by all the Taiwan journalists. Um where, when is the transfer window we'll do an episode on journalists that you can listen to and we'll just you know, journalists that you can listen to so that um we don't step on anybody's tail. So yeah. Um precious what's up buddy? I'm good. I'm good. Happy to be on the podcast today. Um today has been a weird day but yeah, very good. To, to me, like football can be a kind of you know therapy, and mm-hmm. it's very it's it's a good thing to talk about football, even though sometimes it might break our hearts. But <laughs> it's a beautiful yeah. game. It can't stay away <laughs> from football as soon as 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 angry as angry as I was. As angry as I was last weekend, I'm still going to watch United game. I'm still going to watch us play tomorrow. You bet, you bet, you bet, you bet. (laughs) It's like, well, there is Wina Kalu here as well. He's a fellow United fan. So this is an episode where there is only United fans because we have to stick together in these worrying times. Yes, we have to. Like I said earlier, football is like therapy, you know. We are, yeah, we, are, sure. we are having like an AA meeting. We are helping each other out <laughs> through this. And funny enough, we are supporting the same club. Same fucking yes. club. <laughs> anyway, um, Wina, can you introduce yourself just for the listeners? Okay, I'm Kalubi Nekechi, an Igbo brother. I'm currently in Lagos for my youth service and I'm a proud United fan. Yes, there is the proud for me. <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm a proud United fan too. Yeah, a proud United fan, Chinese. Yes, I am. <laughs> what are you proud of? What I'm proud of? You're very uh, proud of Maguire. I'm, no, I'm proud of our history. Yeah, I'm not exactly. proud of maybe I'm Maguire. proud of our history. I'm, I'm proud of our heritage. Yes, yeah, but no, not Maguire. Definitely, definitely not Maguire. I thought, you should be proud of our captain, no? No, that <laughs> guy is a big man. He's a big man. No, yeah, no. Anyway, he's going um, to be there tomorrow, though. Yes, know? since and and since you've brought him up, um, I want us to get right into the conversation. Um, we we'll talk about the preview for Premier League matches tomorrow first, and then okay. um, Eric Ten Hag's potential appointments, as I've said before, and then there there's been really strong links linking. Robert Lewandowski to Barca. And lastly, Mohamed Salah's contract situation. It's a lot more complicated than what we see. <laughs> I don't know. Like I've, I've always said that fans don't know what goes on behind the scenes. What we can see is what is fed to us by journalists with them reliable. That's why it's important to get really good journalists to follow and um, you know get news from them. But um, let's start quickly with a preview of the Premier The kickoff tomorrow is Man United. Yeah, my Everton. So we are going to act like the Champions League did not happen. 
Oh, was masterclass. Because we are Please. out of the Champions no, League. No, chill. We actually yeah. have to bring in the Champions League here, because because that's the only way I can get back at Chelsea. You know, it's the only time I have. Yes, the only time I have right now to have premium joy. Okay, so we'll start with the Premier League, then we'll go to the Champions League and maybe Europa League. Okay. Um, and then in the Europa Conference League, something beautiful happened. If I, I always say on this podcast that if you listen to this podcast, then you, I, I'll recommend good goals for you every time. If you have not seen Pedro's goal against Sevilla, you should see that one. And then you see Dimitri Payet's goal yesterday against OPAOK. I don't, know, I don't know how to pronounce the club's name, but it was, it was a forty-five yard volley. <laughs> Jesus, it was crazy. Anyway, that was POK is like Panathinaikos or something. Yeah, I, I don't know what it means, but <laughs> I that's... think they are Greek. They are Greek. They are Greek. Yeah, I think they are Greek club. So, like, I saw that goal, and I think, I think it came straight out of training. Cause definitely. Totally. The cross went went exactly where he was. Like he was the one that was that that they were looking for, and I don't know how you rehearse things like that because <laughs> I you know accounting for the defenders going to try and block the shot or something. But I guess it worked. When it looks when it works, it looks very good. But when it doesn't, it, yeah, it's very it bad. And they got it right. That's why we love football, man. That's very good. Yeah. Anyway, there is there is a Premier League game tonight. Newcastle versus Wolves. I think I think Newcastle will win that game. Wolves have not been so great. Newcastle, on the other hand, Newcastle actually they have to win that game because man, the house boys are bowling. They are bowling. They are bowling. The is on fire. (laughs) I cannot just talk. They are bowling. They are bowling, but they are on a four-game losing, the three-game losing streak. Yeah, I think, I think it's even more than that. But I think it's at least three games losing streak. You know know that opposition matters as well. Yeah, it does. I'm just saying, and Wolves, Wolves have been really good this season. Like, not not um, Champions League good. You get, but. They are a problem to most teams because they don't seem to concede goals. Like they concede very little goals, and they can really turn it up in attack too. You get when they decide to, and you know, there's always there's always free kicks. <laughs> yeah, I think they are they are dangerous from set pieces here. They are very very dangerous. Like yeah. I know them when anytime they play against United, anytime they just have a set piece, my heart is always in my life. It's always because <laughs> it's Ruben Neves and Martino. <laughs> Their set pieces are always very, very good. Okay, um, if 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 we're going by form, in the last five games, Wolves have won three and lost two. They lost their last game. In the last five games, Newcastle have lost three and won two. Sorry, Wolves have won three and lost two, my bad. And Newcastle have lost three and won two. But Newcastle have won their last two games. Is that right? Doesn't seem you know, right. No, Wolves have won their last two games. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't seem right, my bad. Wolves have won their last two games. I, I can see here their last game. Newcastle have lost their last three games. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, your predictions. I, I see Newcastle win. I don't know. That's, that's my prediction. Why? Yeah. Why? It could be an edgy win. Um, well, Newcastle have something to fight for. Wolves also have something to fight for, though. And that's know? it. 
and Europa League sports. Come on, are you serious? And anyway, anyway, it's yeah, yeah, it's it's motivation. Like that that's something they can get out of this season. It's very it's very realistic. The way I'm looking, I'm trying to look at the table right now, mm-hmm. and I can see that they are just five points away from a, a an Europa League spot. No, Europa League is actually fifth and sixth, right? Yes. So and then yeah, winner. Yeah, they are actually they are actually two points away from an Europa League spot. And then there's Man United. <laughs> like Man United, Man United is they're topping Wolves by two points with two points. And, and they have a game in hand. Y- yes, we have a game in hand, but we know what happens to game game games in hands. We had so many games in hands, and and look, we did we nothing. Are. We did nothing with our game in hand, and. I legit felt that with our games in hand that we would have reached Chelsea. Yeah, I'm I'm not I'm not lying to you. I legit believe that we should be in top three by now. Like I just just knew it was I knew the wheels were going to fall off. I just knew it. What was the what was the assurance for you that we're going to win those games? Because we're never playing great football. Because Ragnick was here. Ragnick was here. That was we had those, we had most of those outstanding when Ragnik just entered. So in my mind, I don't, like, I don't okay. think Ragnik has made a difference. He hasn't. Yeah, he hasn't made either. any difference. I think I, he I, has. I, I don't blame him for not making a difference. I actually think I mean, he has. Okay, why do you think so? Can you remember which? What was our? What was our uh, second uh, Champions League match? That we were losing two notes. Then we later came back. It was against Atlanta, right? We've always come back. I mean, even on that only. No, that no, was chill. that no, was wait, the Ragnik. Okay, wait a minute. Let me let me take you back to our Liverpool loss. Our, our loss against Liverpool. Yeah. If we watch that game, you notice that every single time we lost the ball, they just I just saw them in our defense every single time. We've not played yeah? Liverpool again since then. They could yeah, still now, do it again. No, calm down. Calm down. See what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> we played against the Man City team. Our game against Man City. I'll give him against Man City. I did not see that. Um, yes, we, we lost the midfield game, but it wasn't that bad. It, it was that obvious. bad, bro. bro winner. <laughs> winner. Winner. It was that bad. Winner. Liverpool. Winner. <laughs> Man, City, Man City play without a striker. And yes. their plan is not to score five goals. That's Liverpool's plan. Not Man City. They didn't score actually, five goals because... Actually, score five goals if they actually have form for it. <laughs> no. I don't trust them. No, 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 no. Man City, they play Man United like it's a training match. They come out, they came out and said it in the first leg. Yes. They said did, it. Did, that they, were, that... they treated it like a training match. And then they kept passing the ball out. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, I don't know if I've said this here on this podcast before, but um, Kevin De Bruyne is very vocal, apparently. And he said that that was, that, that was before the first leg anyway. He said that usually they train with Pep Guardiola tactically a day before the game. And so when it was time to play United, just before the game, they came for training and then they had they, they trained for only 30 minutes because Pep Guardiola had no idea what we were going to play in that game. So, so that's 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 embarrassing. It's, it's embarrassing enough that he said it. And it's even more embarrassing that it happened. That it happened it, it, before, and then I think we've played them again since that yeah, comment. Four one, and the yes, exact thing happened. That was the four one. That was the four one game. That was the four one game. Th- that was under Ragnik too. 
Was it? Yeah, that was that was yeah. that was embarrassing. But it was the same performance. It, it was, was the same the, performance. She, 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 she was, was even more embarrassing. Than I dare to me, to me, to me, that game, that game was the game of two halves. Yeah. The yes. way the way both halves. No, no. Yeah, we lost both halves. No doubt. But to me, I feel. That we lost that match was down to the players. I can't put it up to Ragnik. That's just my own. If you watch, if Wina, you watch... understand me, eh? Understand me. Mm-hmm. I'm not in any way saying that Ragnik is a bad coach. Yeah. Because I'm just mm-hmm. saying that his influence is not on that team. Yeah. No, but you could you could definitely see what he was trying to do. You could definitely see of course what, what he has told it only to showed it only showed in our match against Crystal Palace. For 30 minutes in our match against Crystal Palace, which was the first game after he he took he took charge. Yeah. And that was the only time that we've played the way Ragnik plays. And basically, if you if you look at it, you will see that the man is defeated because even the formation he wanted to play, he has reverted everything. Trying yeah, to just to save the season. To, because to, to, to... the the summary is that these players are not good enough. And he's not saying this because he's just it's just, you know. It's just bureaucracy and it's it's my United, you get. But he doesn't need to say it, we know. Who will you take out from that squad if you're asking? Like ten players. Ten. Like that from the one. first eleven, who and who and who and who will you remember? I'll take out from the first eleven. Definitely Maguire, Maguire out. Throw him out. First eleven. Yeah, I'm taking out Maguire. I'm taking out whoever is playing right back. That lot one bisaka not good enough. I'm taking out left back. The only person I'm leaving in that defense is the gear and Varat. And then when it comes to nobody in midfield apart from Bruno Fernandes, nobody in attack apart from Saka and Ronaldo. I think, yeah, I think if Ten Hag should actually take over, we would see a different Fred. Bro, we are not. We are not going to see a different Fred, bro. We are not. (laughs) I just, you can't. Fred is how old? Fred is 28, right? Like, a 28 year old is not a 22 year old. He's not going to get better. He is not. He's just not. Have we factored? Have we? Have we uh, factored into the this thing that maybe maybe we are actually playing Fred wrongly? Maybe Fred Bro, is not an eight. Let me six. ask you. Let me ask yes. you. Uh, yes. You know, my United as a club, we've gotten yes. used to mediocrity. You get <laughs> Fred runs around. Oh, it's true. Fred it's runs. true. It's true. Yeah. Let me let me clear you. Fred runs yes. around. Fred runs around. Funny yeah. enough, that's exactly what everybody in the Liverpool midfield does, and they can pass the ball. Unlike Fred, you get why is it why is why is it that my United we are of this myth? You get that if you can chase the ball, you shouldn't know how to pass it. You get <laughs> somebody like Puba now, he plays a good pass and then he doesn't track back. That pass he plays is the pass that even Joe Gomez can play. He plays those passes. Liverpool's defenders, Liverpool. Van Dyke, bro. Van Dyke throws those passes, man. We have to you get like we have we have made our bed with mediocrity. There is nothing special mm-hmm. about running around the pitch. That's what you're supposed to do. That's what Dan James used to do. <laughs> I hate that fool. I hate you're, that guy. You're DJ, playing for Manchester DJ. United. Like these players here eh, must be waking up to the best day of their lives because. They can't imagine that they got into Manchester United. I'm sure it's like this is not the quality. Even the bad days of Ferguson, you get the times of Bebe and all this. They have more <laughs> quality than the players that we have in the squad. That right play now. for us today. Well, we totally should not be playing for Man United. Why was that guy promoted? 
What did just... he do for the youth team? Precious. That got him into the first team. Hold that thought. Hold that thought. Let's let's just finish up. Since since we've gotten into <laughs> we've gotten into the meat of Man United, and we will continue. Yeah. But let's just finish up our, our Premier League preview and then yeah. the Champions League, and then go back to Man United. It's basically a Man United episode. <laughs> we really have to try our best to, re- to resist the urge to start talking about United. United is like a black hole. It just sucks in everything. Sucks in all your joy. We'll talk about United. Anyway, um, there's there's Newcastle versus Wolves today, like I've said, by 8pm. The, the game is soon. Everton versus United. That's early kickoff tomorrow. Um, what 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 the score line could be? Please, thank you. But do do you want do you want do you want United to win? Of course, but it is high hopes. There's there's like like, wanting us to win and knowing that we will win. Win two different things, man. Because it's very difficult. Now this is this is something that is a consistent team with Man United. You get for the past for the past four years now. Whenever we are playing against a team that we've been proclaimed sure to win, we always, we always lose. lose or draw. We either I'm lose or we draw. That. You get, and the draws that we get out of these matches are from actually from losing positions. You get, like that we even get to draw those matches is that, like maybe towards the final minutes we have an equalizer. You get, and all that. So I don't even think tomorrow's match. It, like on Saturday, our match against Everton should be a walkover because Everton are in very bad form. You get they just lost their last they've match. Won, like, they've only won two games in their last twelve. The yes, and then we are playing these guys, and we are not sure that we will even win. That's how far we've fallen. But I feel like the boost of getting Ronaldo back probably it, we would we would win that yes. match, and Ronaldo will want to make a point. Yes, yes, Maguire in defense. Oh my god. They, they the truth that is that <laughs> this thing swings towards Everton winning. Yeah. I I I want United to win, but Everton United always United always United is not fighting anything. We are United not fighting always ha- they always have a way of helping the losing team have this big Monday. Uh, this thing print on the newspaper. Ah, United lose. They always have a way of making it happen. So <laughs> let's continue with our preview today. Arsenal is praised by Brighton. Arsenal definitely winning. I give Arsenal the win. Definitely. I don't think it's going to be that easy. Arsenal yeah, is not going to be easy, but it's going to happen. And party. two one. And Brighton can play excellent one. football. Arsenal Brighton this this weekend. No. I've, no, Arsenal Brighton. No, Arsenal Brighton. Okay, Arsenal Brighton. Um, current form. I'll, I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll go Arsenal. Brighton, Brighton played out, played out a zero-zero draw with Norwich last. <laughs> They've been hero- like horrendous in their last five games. One draw and four losses. <laughs> so <laughs> Arsenal, man. Current form scored in their last four games. Finally, we are seeing, we are seeing Ateta's work in that team. Like those I don't boys. Know about that. <laughs> no, have you been watching their games? I don't know about Jesus. that, bro. I have before their, I before their, their game against game. Crystal Palace. Before their game against Crystal Palace, they won before. I've forgotten the team they were playing against. It was Aston oh, Villa. Guys, their passes were exquisite. They were moving the ball very fast. Like, oh, but that oh, was Aston Villa. 
calm down now. Even Aston Villa saved the ball. It's you know me. <laughs> but that was that was Aston Villa. No, this is the same Aston Villa draws for for Old Trafford. Two, two. You're comparing Man United. Like you are bringing Man United into an argument. <laughs> Please, <don't. laughs> about a successful club. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Arsenal should definitely, they should hopefully win. I'm giving it to them. They've been impressive. I don't um, think it's going to... It's probably going to be either a draw or a one-goal win. And that's not favor, but... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So Brighton right play really I well. I don't know. I, and they turn up in big games. Yeah. Especially, especially yeah, that Lamptey boy. Good. That Lamptey boy is good. Lamptey, I, I don't think he's been playing very well. Yeah, he's like having this injury season. issues I, this season. He really yeah, been, he's not really been starting. Like, the player that I'm most impressed by in that Brighton squad is actually Kukurela. Who? Kukurela. Oh my okay. gosh. The, my guy is uh, waiting to call that, that guy's name again. Prasad. I love Prasad. I love Prasad. And Bissoma too. I love Prasad and Bissoma. Good guys. Yeah, I think but me... Kukurela, Kukurela has been excellent. He's yeah, played he as left centre-back. Left back. He's a defender, like... right? He's a he defender. He has been... Yeah. He has... Like, he's... I, I don't that know... That guy has so much to... energy. Like, even I don't, to yeah, the last exactly. minute... I don't know the player to put into this position, but it's like it's like he has played. Okay, I'm not saying he has played everything based on tactics, but I've seen him in every position on the field of play for Brighton, and I'm I am by no means exaggerating. I He's saw very both good. Games He's very good. And, oh my word! Anyway, there is there is Leeds United, Watford, Watford, <laughs> Watford, mm. Leeds. I think Leeds hmm. is going to win that match. Yeah, me too. I think they are going to win that match. And I think Watford is going to go down. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Okay. Nice. Nice. Leeds are in very good form. They've, yeah. they've not lost in their last three matches. They've had to do win. Yeah, that that's, just, that's because of the new coach. New coach. Uh, new coach. Watford got a new you coach. No, no, no. They, 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 they are changing their coach since now. This they did. They, they got this Crystal Palace guy. This is Crystal ba- Roy Hodgson. You know Roy yes, Hodgson? Yes, he was there before this match. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, he was there before Yeah, but you can just call them new coaches. You guys. They're, they're just oh, new right. coaches. That team, that Watford team, this is the third coach because I think who did they bring in first? Ranieri. They brought in Ranieri. Yeah. And that didn't work out. And then so like even if there's anything anything fresh about having a new coach, Watford should be buzzing. <laughs> but they are not. What Watford Watford fine. But that's the funny thing. They actually don't play badly. I wonder how they just keep losing. <laughs> that's the thing. Yeah, they just have this. And just didn't they just come up? Didn't they just yeah, get promoted? They just did. Wow. Watford and Watford and no. and they really did invest. They actually yeah, invested. They invested earlier. Earlier this season, I I was complaining about Norwich because what is the and the offer kept on maintaining his high line, and every time he played the high line, I think he lost five nil to City and he lost. <laughs> I think seven nil to Chelsea as well. <laughs> And they've never, they've not recovered from all that. These yeah, so managers have they been relegated? No, they're going to, they're definitely getting relegated now, definitely without a single doubt. 
Yeah, they, they will, but then it's it, it's it's not official yet, but yeah, they will. We just know it. We just look yeah. at the table. Let me give you a, a fun fact. Let me give you yeah. a fun fact. Mm. Burnley has never been relegated. Sadly. <laughs> yeah, that is why I'm scared for it. That's that's actually the reason why I'm scared for Everton. Yeah? I'm not that's well. <laughs> it's true. Burnley can put a, a a cat out of the hat. Like they can pull a cat out of the hat because they just won their last match against Everton. Yeah, this yes. I, I, I don't want Burnley in the Premier League. I, <laughs> but it I seems inevitable. I don't think the kind of football they finish should be played in the Premier League. I think it's inevitable. I I think I think uh, I think Everton is going to go down. Yeah, because the, I mean they have Man United, who, I mean for all we want to say, it's still. Man I'm not United. even I'm not even talking about the quality of the opposition. I just feel like that whole squad has. It's just past. Like I think they want to go down <laughs> because the the way they play, you get with the quality of players and the investment. It's as if the coach does not trust the players. Like as if he was spoiled by his time coaching Chelsea. You get because there are these guys, this Michael Enko left back that they brought that Lampard refused to play for weeks. You get mm-hmm. and who who is even their right back like? She must come and should 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 at least be back up by this time. Like and they've just they've just been insistent on playing. Like I think they are going to go down and they're going to lose this they are this they are very young guy. God they're going to lose a lot of players. They are going to they are going down. to lose Richarlison. They'll lose Richarlison, they'll lose Michael King. I don't know about Pickford. Who wants to buy Pickford? Who would buy Pickford? <laughs> they will lose coverage, Philly. Uh, they'll lose coverage. Pickford, that's for sure. Because... I I don't know about who wants to buy him. Um, there was this player I've forgotten his name. That he he just did a loan from from Southampton. It was Southampton at that time. No, it, it was not Southampton. It was Sunderland, and then he came to the Premier League and spent one season. And well, I don't know the but I think Pickford will go on loan to a Premier League team. Um, they will lose Van de Beek obviously. He he's coming back to United. To he's coming them, back to United with Eric Ten Hag. Please, please. Oh, anyway, um, the champion. Let's let's do Champions League very quickly, and yeah, let's yeah. start from Karim Benzema. Two perfect headers. Anyway, I, the second header, I had to, I like, I had to stand up, and I, there, there, there's no way, there's no way someone is that good, man. It was oh my days. I'm I'm you know happy. I'm happy that you know, I'm happy you're saying this, today because you get with. On this on this podcast, you get and one of the points that I made was that Hurricane has been in finals, you get and his quality, nonetheless, you get. But his quality has not really shown in important matches, you get. And Benzema has literally been clutched, like in, like in back to back matches, you get. He just back to back Champions League hat tricks. Just saved the day the other day, and he just he just pulled it off again like it was nothing. He's had he's had back to back Champions League hat tricks. Six goals in the last two games. Like you really, there's really no argument. You get there's really no argument anymore about about this whole thing. You get he's just he's good. He's aging well and. There's nothing I like more than a man of his words. 
when Ronaldo left, he said Ronaldo has been outshining him. You get like everybody has had to play to Ronaldo's strengths. You get, and yeah. he said he was. They are going to meet who Benzema is. You get now that Ronaldo is gone, and he literally did what he said he would do. Like he's carried the whole team. His numbers have been far better since Ronaldo left. Yeah, it looks better. And he has scored. He has scored twenty goals in every season. Yes, since Ronaldo left. In every La Liga season. And it's it's just too clear, you get. And if Kane pulled off one of those performances that Benzema pulled off last night in any of those finals, he would have had a trophy by now. You can't... People say the Tottenham squad, Tottenham squad. People have won trophies with squads that were way, way worse than but that Tottenham squad. Hurricane has won a trophy. Which trophy? Which trophy? He's a joker. He doesn't have a fork to his name. Talk about a spoon. <laughs> he has literally won the preseason trophy. I, I don't... <laughs> yeah, not making no, <laughs> The argument is too clear, though, but... That that's not really the point, but it was. I feel like it was a good game from Real Madrid. Like that was yeah. a more a more complete performance. Even though Benzema got all the goals, you get ball. I just feel like Madrid plays very differently when he's playing with Vinicius. And the most the most annoying thing that started to annoy me. Like I'm happy for Real Madrid, of course, you get. But the thing that tends to annoy me is like, is it that nobody can stop Vinicius all of a sudden? <laughs> like he just became unstoppable out of nowhere. Well, but Vinicius had a really bad year classical. Yes, yes, he did without without, without Benzema. Benzema. Yeah, he played, yes. he played horribly. He played horribly that day. Oh, God. so what is the difference? Look at look at what I think Benzema does for the team. I think he calms them down. He's their captain, by the way. From from what what I've said, you get what what I've. I said even on that on that podcast, I was like, Benzema is he's the, he's the loud voice in that team because Alaba is not a leader. He's like at least not a vocal leader. Yeah, he's, he's like not at vocal. least a team as big as Real Madrid. Militao isn't either. Militao is this is his first professional season, like starting for starting for Real Madrid. Now, right back Cavajal very vocal you get but I think he lacks quality I think he lacks quality and a left back Felanman relatively young you get and I think this is second season at Real Madrid starting for Real Madrid yeah now if you come into midfield Casemiro very quiet look how much very quiet very quiet Tony Cruz very quiet quiet <laughs> you get so so and Sometimes football is more than quality you get. You need... Because players lose focus, they lose concentration. They need that voice you get that, that's commanding. I'm not saying Ramadi doesn't have quality players. Of course they do. But football is more than quality. It's more than ability. Yes. Which yes. is my problem with Hurricane. You get... These players can play worldy passes in Ramadi's midfield. The defenders, obviously, for it to be Ramadi, must have shown at least some kind of world-class ability, you know? They can do all that, but sometimes the game requires more than that. You get there's a reason why Pico still starts for Barcelona. Pico and Bushkett. You get 
And, and Daniel Vez, you start for Spain. And even Daniel Vez, you get. There's the reason why they're there. They're just a calming presence, you get. Because imagine people up, all up in your face and your Vinicius Junior and Rodrigo, and you're going to be scared now. This guy has won everything and he's in front of you. Your legs are going to be shaky. But, well, that's not the only match that happened on Tuesday, though. Yes, Mine's I... played against 10 defenders. <laughs> it was... And they saw what he suffered. They no. saw what he suffered. With... No, no excuse for United, though. Yeah. yeah they no, they did not play that see, way when they played they found United. a way to win the game. We to always find the way now. That's why they're thinking. And we don't, so no excuses for us. But it was yes, totally. No, Diego Simeone, I I don't know, man. I've <laughs> like, please, can someone say something for goodness' sake? <laughs> yeah, I love Diego Simeone. We all know what he's going to do. He's a very simple man. He doesn't and buy. He does it. You always pack the box. He doesn't care. He doesn't care what you say. That's about the funny thing. This is this is why this is why we love football. You get not everybody is going to play it beautifully. You get yes, yes, yes. So he's he's more like you know, an anti-hero. You know, <laughs> I, yes, in you football. Know, you know my problem with that political squad. I feel like they have they, more talents that to play that. Yes, way. they like, have more. They are too talented talent to be playing play that way. Imagine they are Packing the box for you. What? He should what, be in your fucking box, scoring goals. What? What oh. I really admire about Atleti is the fact that they are set up to defend almost throughout the game, and they are clinical enough to score the goal with only one chance. Against United in the second leg, they had two chances. One hit the bar, and one ended up in back of the net. In fact, I think they scored two goals, but one was offside. Yeah, one was offside. Yeah, one yeah. was. That's how clinical they are. And it's, if you're going to defend, your defense has to be perfect. And when you go on counters, it has to be perfect. And that's why I, I, I admire Simeone so much. Yeah, they that's the thing. It, it actually takes concentration, you get, to be able to play that way. It actually takes concentration. But then why would anyone want to play that way? <laughs> because oh, boy, because, because winning winning is the most important thing. I think yes. I think football, there was football is played there, there's something much more important. Making Winaki happy. Give Winaki <laughs> a game that nobody cares about. Him. Even Mari does not care about. <laughs> there was, I think there was a season where Jose Mourinho went eleven games and he, as in he won he won by a margin of one goal for eleven games in that season and he won the league. And he, I mean, go. You just need to outscore the opponent. Exactly. Either he by limiting be. them scoring or by going all out and scoring more than them. Nobody's talking so, about Villa Real Bayern. Yeah, that's true. I did not see the game though. I did not see the game. I did not see the game because everyone. <laughs> I was watching Real Madrid Chelsea though, also. but I watched some of the highlights. You know? Villa Real play this. They can play this negative style of football that is. That is also annoying to see because Bayern barely produced anything. Yeah, I, I, I get it. In that match, you can see that Bayern played only a total of of um 12 shots. And it was just four on targets. The whole game, the whole Bayern Munich. 
And Villarreal had only one shot on target. <laughs> and that shot was the goal. <laughs> so you see, and I wonder how they managed to do this because this is they have Raul Abiol in defense, <laughs> and they 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 played Coquelin. You, everyone can remember Coquelin from yeah, Arsenal. They played him at the left of midfield. They basically played four midfielders, four central midfielders, and and no winger. <laughs> I, That's what they did. They played Capoue, Parejo, Coquelin, and Lucelso. That was their, their midfield four. No wingers in the team. Like, and like, four for two. <laughs> and I'm sure they played it as a diamond four in the center. And not the diamond. They played flat four midfielders. Them. <laughs> they just plugged the midfield. Like, this guy is. Is 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 just trying to be annoying, and that's what he's always been playing. Like Emery. he got his rights, and they they tried to make him play differently at at Arsenal. At Arsenal, and basically he's naturally a defensive coach. He's naturally a defensive coach, and we have the game Liverpool Benfica. We've not yeah. even made second leg predictions. Yeah, we have not. We'll do that just before we get into Eric Ten Hag's potential appointment. Yeah. So, Liverpool played Benfica and the match ended 3-1. And Sadio Mane, Konate and Luis Diaz scored. While Darwin Nunes, who is yeah. apparently a Man United transfer target, scored in that match against Liverpool. They've been heavily linked to Darwin Nunes. <laughs> so, do you think we're going to get him or do you think our club will flop this one too? I, I have not seen enough of him to judge him. That's true. Honestly, I've not. But yeah, not. at this point, I would just take anybody that's young and exciting. <laughs> I, I, I think, especially I saw, from Portuguese league, he can be I, bad. Yeah, I, I mean, I mean, Bruno, Bruno was from the Portuguese league, and mm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I saw, I saw, I saw some videos, a couple of videos on YouTube this morning, and he did not look bad, although I had. I had a problem with the fact that um, with with how he dribbles, he I mean he he obviously did not use, did not use his body to dribble and um, there is an extra advantage in using your body to dribble, um, and he you know he's he's big, and so sometimes yeah. when 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 he tries to do stepovers he bends his body trunk forward. I don't know if that's going to be a problem, but that that's something I kept on noticing. Something good I also noticed was that he. Involves himself a lot in the team play, the team build up from the back, and he has pace, pace. Yeah, very important. Doesn't Lukaku have that? <laughs> I don't want us to have another Lukaku. Lukaku has lost his pace obviously. <laughs> Lukaku is not as but, quick as he once was. What I'm just trying to say is, I don't want another Lukaku in our house. This is what people are saying. He has body. I don't. <laughs> he, he's not. He's he's not. Okay, as you as you wouldn't want Haaland. Let me ask you. Eh? Haaland. Haaland is a different beast. How? <laughs> he has body. Haaland, no, he doesn't have body like Lukaku now. I don't see how Lukaku is. Now, you know, that's, I mean, not, it's not as big as Lukaku. Haaland is actually... Haaland has a better first touch than Lukaku. What are you not saying? Haaland's first huh? touch is not the best out there. Well, it's better than, what I'm trying to say is better than Lukaku. His first touch is also lacking. 
No, what I'm saying is better than Lukaku and, and he's still a young player and he has chance to build on it. You know? Lukaku was once a young player. And yet, he never built on it. He's still the same one. one yes. Same anyway, um, I, I don't know if we can do an exposition on Darwin Nunes. Um, maybe it's cut. Well, we'll do an episode on him, you know? Yeah. Well, so we'll do a, we'll go, we'll, we'll go research, watch videos, you know, watch yeah. it. That'll, that'll probably be doing the transfer window. Yeah, when we are sure our club wants him. Because when, club when we are sure our club wants to be serious with themselves. <laughs> 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 Talking about our club, let's dive right into Eric Ten Hag's potential announcement. Uh, appointment. I've been waiting for, I'm waiting for this bit. <laughs> All right. <laughs> anyway, um, um, Eric Ten Hag's appointment has been gaining a lot of traction lately, and it's it's almost certain that he's going to be the next permanent manager of Man United. Um, you know the news today is that he wants total control of everything: contracts with URs, um, selling of players, buying of players. He wants to be the one to tell the club who to sell and who to buy. Now, at Man United, um, at Man United, what used to happen? Well, according to Patrice Eva. Ever. What, what used to happen during Ferguson was that Ferguson used to talk to the players he wanted at the club. But then once Ferguson left, it, it was now the club lawyers and the club um, advisors that went to talk to players, well, potential players to be bought. And so um, Eric Ten Hag wants to be in charge of that. He wants to, um, he wants to buy the players that fit into his... And he wants to, very, very, very importantly, he wants to remove the players that don't fit into his system. And then um, Ralph has said that because Ralph, Ralph is going to be some technical director. No, te- te- technical director is um, Darren Fletcher, but Ralph has said that he's going to take at least four transfer windows to fix the mess this club is in. And so United fans have to be patient, don't we? Well, what I'm trying to say here, what, mm-hmm. what we know as United fans is that the moment you see someone walking, we will know. Yes. I mean... The moment... The moment it might not what we are saying is that we are not we, we don't need to wait till we complete four transfer windows before we say oh this person is working but, from the very but, first transfer window we can know okay. like for example what yes. um what Tuchel did with Chelsea the moment Tuchel came the first month we knew there was a change but, there was but, a change in theory change in play let change me, information let me cut you um Chelsea and Man United are different clubs Chelsea no, no, have no, no, I'm, I'm coming. Chelsea, Chelsea have a supportive owner. United don't. No, Chelsea what I'm had, saying is this. No, no, what, okay, what, what, are, what I'm saying here is that, yeah, if, yeah, like, like Ten Hag is asking them, give me the entire keys, and I'm saying, give that man the entire keys to this kingdom. Give him whatever he wants. <laughs> After they give him everything he wants, he steps in. From the very first two months, he has an office. We can know from what we are watching, ah, this guy is the guy we want. He gets, we necessarily don't need to wait till he but, throws up the entire squad. And he, I don't know if you get what I'm saying. Yeah, I I guess what you're saying. I guess what you're saying, but I beg to differ. Um, because Dragon Club spent three years at Liverpool trophyless. Because mm-hmm. now um, Klopp, Klopp is a philosophical coach, which means that he plays according to a pattern. Um, there's I think Precious has talked a lot on adaptive coaches. Now, mm. there are coaches that are adaptive and coaches that are philosophical. Mm. Yeah. 
and then Klopp falls into philosophy. Eric Ten Hag falls into philosophy. See, the thing about, about the, these philosophical coaches is that they have a system that they want to play in. And the system, I mean, the, the system may work in bits, but the system will work in full flow when they have all the players that fit into that system perfectly. It's like a machine. Okay. Literally. Yeah. And so, Klopp had to spend three years to get all the players he wanted. And, and I mean, when Klopp came in, it wasn't so great for Liverpool. So, he, that, that's, that, that's what I'm saying. For, for a coach to implement their philosophy at clubs like United, United and Liverpool, that I think Liverpool have have a net spend of less than ten million euros in the past in the past in the past three transfer windows. That's that's how slow we that's how slow we do business. Now Liverpool do business slowly. We do business stupidly. That's it's <laughs> it's the same. It's I mean it, the the end the end result is the same thing. Um, there's there's going to be a slowness in the influx of players coming to the club, unlike Chelsea. So that's why I'm saying that he the needs truth to... is that you, you can't really compare the players club had when he came to Liverpool to the current club of players in Manchester. Yeah, that's United. true. That's true. Yeah, there's Jesus is well. There's there's Sancho, there's fine boy Sancho, there's Bruno, <laughs> there's, there's, there's Ronaldo, there's Ronaldo, there's Varane. Ah, ah. He has I, think, I, think, I think you you overrate my United squad. You get no, 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 no. That's... I'm not talking. About, I'm talking about individual players. Yeah. Oh yeah, what players do you think that can fit into Ten Hag's team when he comes? The, I think I think just about just about um, let's say okay, I will just mention them as I go. Okay, Ronaldo w- w- wouldn't really fit him, but he's Ronaldo. Yes. Then we have Sancho, um, Bruno Fernandez. We have Sancho, Bruno Fernandez. That's three so far. I think Victor Lindelof and Varane. Varane yes. for one. Ten Hag so, was able to make blind, daily blind, man you reject, play Champions League semi final. Daily Bean is a very good player, by the way. Daily Bean has always been good. He has been good, but he did not succeed in Manchester United. That's what I'm saying. He, he didn't succeed because the coach that bought him was removed. Yeah, yeah. he basically left because Van Gaal left. Yeah, please don't my man. I love that man to shit, man. You get okay, so... And, and since, 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 <coughs> yeah. oh, since, we've, since we've brought Liz Van Gaal's name up, um, Liz Van Gaal revealed that he has prostate yeah, cancer. Has and um, our thoughts are with the man. At, yeah, once yeah. he read, always he read. I do not always agree with his decisions at the club, but what's most important now is his health, and we hope that he recovers as quickly yeah, as possible. Wishes, I love the man, LVG. <laughs> anyway, I remember before before the 2014 World Cup, I was literally I was a Netherlands fan in that World Cup. The moment it was announced, Van Gaal was the was the Netherlands yeah. coach. I, ah! I, I think ah! I think it was I think it was from for me it was it was from the Confederations Cup self. I loved I loved the way he played. Then uh, Van Persie came out later to say, I'll walk on fire for Louis Van Gaal. I'm like, yes, man, that's what I want. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> well, Van Persie, Van Persie and Louis Van Gaal did not agree much about United, sadly. Yeah, yeah, they didn't, bro. Van Gaal, well, Van Gaal, Van Gaal. What it is. Um, as, so, we're, we're, we're just at Ten Hag, and Precious, Precious yeah. has listed the players he thinks will work for Ten Hag's system. Um, 
I know you don't agree with these pressures, but I think Fred will work for Ten Hag. Exactly. I, I disagree. He will. He will. How? Let Fred me let me walk. ask you. You get all these things. All these things are just are just hypotheticals that are based on no facts, zero facts. Now look at uh, Ten Hag's Ajax. You get who is uh-huh. the friend in Ten Hag's Ajax? I can even tell you the last people they played because I've been following Ajax since. I always follow Ajax. They play Kudus in attacking midfield. Then they play Gravenberg and David Klassen. Yeah. Or either um, Gravenberg and this... Is it Lissandro Martinez guy in, in midfield? Now, two of... All these three players that I called for you, nobody is in Fred's mode. I can run around and I can't pass. Okay. Well, I don't know. For some reason, for some reason, I think I think Fred will work for for them. one. For one, eh? we all, we thought Fred would fit Ragnik's Ragnik's system, and here we are. Well, funny enough, he's actually the person putting more input in the team than most of those other players. How he's been playing <laughs> all the games? He's, no, he's tackling. Let me ask you something. Eh? Let me ask you something. Did did Van de Beek get the opportunity that Fred has got at Man United? Definitely. Fred has been playing consistently for years. You're supposed to improve. But then, what, what do you understand? Think is the reason why like, they haven't been playing Van de Beek? Like, what exactly do you think is the reason? Oh, what, we, what, we, don't we, we, what don't we not know? There is like, no I reason. I feel like by the time this guy came into the club, that's Ragnik. Van de Beek was already hell-bent on, on living. Mm-hmm. I think he was going to leave anyway, and then he decided. But you do to know leave. that you do know that when Ragnik came here, he had the chance three matches before uh, Van de Beek left to have played Van de Beek consistently. If Van de Beek was leaving, there was no point playing. Yeah, him. there was no point playing him. Man United was a sinking ship before before this guy came. You get the job was just to try and steady the ship, and that's what he did because even. Irrespective of our bad performances, you get we still have a better point average to to um soldier's time. That's the earlier part of the season when soldier was in charge. Do you understand? Like yeah, I don't know. I don't know how these my United players managed to do it, but I see through their I see through their facade. None of them, none of them <laughs> has has nothing on me. Down <laughs> to you, know, that, you, know, that you know, you know the annoying thing. Luke Shaw came out the other day to say that he doesn't feel the support of the fans. Someone that we were showing, we were calling Shobito Carlos last season. And and, and the the Euros. I have a problem with Shobito Carlos. Luke Shaw has played, I have said this to about 100 times for the past two weeks. Luke Shaw has played eight years at United. And he has had half a year. Eight years and one good season. It's not even one. It's not one. It's like half. Like, Towards the end of towards the end of the season, he stopped performing as as well as he was at the beginning of the season, and then for some reason we thought. I mean, Trent Alexander Arnold plays really well for Liverpool. He has done it for over, over four seasons, and nobody calls him Trent. Consistently, nobody calls him Trent Alexander Alves for goodness sake. Oh, Trent Alexander Alves. Remove Maguire, leave Maguire. To me, that guy is no United. No, player, Ma- Maguire is I. We what what do you think? What do you think they are going to do? What do you think? What do you think Ten Hag is going to do to Maguire if he comes? It's, it's, it's left to him to decide. I mean, 
if, because eighty million, see, I'm, I'm sure the it's left to him. Not, to the, they are not I ready mean, to talk loss with that eighty million. Bro, we are not getting that money back. See, eh, I said earlier, I said that United do business stupidly. Yeah, you because Maguire for eighty million, Maguire earns one fifty thousand pounds. There is no way you're selling that player. You say one fifty? Are you sure about that? He earns more than that. Like he earns. Oh, he I, earns doubt, I doubt that he would earn hundred. Three hundred k. He earns like three hundred k. That's even worse. Now there's key. there's no way on earth you're going to sell that player when he's still under contract with your club. Do you know even Lingard that he wants to go by himself? A week. Who? Lingard. Lingard that sits on the bench doing nothing. <laughs> United. Oh, Make make a wish. <laughs> they should, give, a wish they should just be giving me ten k ten k pounds from their money every week. Almost ten k No, I'm not, I'm not greedy, brother. I'm not greedy. Someone chopping, someone chopping one fifty k and sitting on the bench every week doing nothing. I I'm not greedy. I'm not greedy. Me too. Self services for bench. What are you not saying? <laughs> okay, so my boy makes one ninety five a week. Oh, great. Okay, 195 a week. Oh, shit. Yes. There and is... Matic makes 140k a week. Joan Mata, okay. please. Joan Mata makes 160k a week. Great. Somebody will the not see United player that makes less in than past three seasons. Wonderful. Doubt. Great. Why so, do you think he keeps giving to all those movements and social causes? He has, uh, he's not doing anything. Those the problems, the problems at this club, as in there, I've, I've, and I think that is why Ten Hag wants to have control of contract, everything. Cavani, Cavani, which we bought the ghost of Cavani. Cavani is earning two hundred ten thousand pounds a week. <laughs> okay, for the ghost of Cavani. Do you know? See, I, I, okay, this is this is this is the third time I'm saying this today. Now, Can now, I... let me let me off you. Okay, we are paying. Jaden Sancho, 350k pounds a week. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. Now, one. why would Popo want a new contract? Sorry? I didn't get that. Why would Popo want a new contract? Yeah. Why well, he didn't know what's going on? That guy is annoying me, sir. It's, it's not Popo. It's not Popo. Popo won't fit into the space and have system. He's not a hardworking player. He's not a player that can... Run around through 90 minutes, giving his own matching match. Nah, more football, man. Anyway, I, 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 I was, I was, I was trying to make a point before, before Impressions talked about Sanchez's salary. Um, Varane, Varane also earns a lot of money, by the way. Um, I've, I've said it for the third time on this episode that United do business stupidly. Now, before United signed Edinson Cavani, no, let's, let's even go back to Ojani Galu. Igalo came to the club because I, I'm sorry, I'm in Nigerian. I am very happy that Igalo had the chance to fulfill his dream and play for Man United. But I don't get it. That's one. Two, his loan deal was for six months. After six months, he was supposed to go back to China. And then United fought so hard to renew his contracts for another six months. Perfect. That's your business. And then in that same month, he fought so hard to sign Edinson Cavani, number three. Number four, Cavani had not played a professional football match for eight months before we signed him. And he still held us hostage to offer a lot of money to his agents and to earn that kind of salary. It's not... See, this club will be serious when they want to be serious. 
for now, for now we are joking though. We are joking. Yeah, it's just a retirement home. It's just a retirement. For home. now we are joking. It's, it's, okay. It's an MLS in English Premier League. An MLS club in English Premier Look, League. Look, see how home. see the ridiculous amounts we and I don't do. If you have so much money, as in do give away or something, for goodness sake. <laughs> just, it's just it's just mismanagement, you know. Exactly what I'm saying. Anything he wants in that contract, if he says he wants to run the club, doesn't want the sporting director, he wants to be the new Alex Ferguson, give it <laughs> to him. Anything that will make us six months from now, talk about failure. Just avoid it right now. Give it to him. Let well, it be that they've done their part and he failed. You get? Then yes. we will not agree, oh, it's not the club's fault. Oh, it's totally the coach's fault. <laughs> but give him whatever he thinks he wants. Do you think my United is capable of that? The problem, the problem for me is, which I like, think they will. The main reason why I wanted Conte in the first place was, I need to know what goes on at that club. I need somebody that will come to the press and, and tell, tell us what's me going on. You get, and say it shamelessly and as truthfully as possible. So that was Mourinho, the and then he got fired. Uh, uh, Mourinho was just carrying his own agenda, his own personal agenda. Okay, Mourinho yeah. does not care about the club at all. You know, they do say they said that um that two other big teams, two other big clubs came for uh Ten Hag last two weeks. Media That's talk, NXT. media talk completely. Now, no, they, it's from Fabrizio. Fabrizio, I know, I know. it's still one. it's still media talk. Do you know why? Why? There's no way. A hot prospect as Eric Ten Hag will be in the market, and then there will be two other unnamed clubs in for him. Yeah. It's not you possible. Think? Now, Haaland is in the market, and we know that Man City wants him. We know that Who? Madrid wants him. We know that Baka wants him. Haaland. Hey, he's a he's... coach now. How many how many top coaches can get Eric Ten Hag? The how club must be the, the club must be named. You cannot just come out and say two unnamed clubs. It's 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 media talk to push the hand of Man United to, to act to, faster. To me, to, to me, um, the video talk saying uh, Haaland is wanted by Man City, this one, that one, that, is also, that's, that was the same thing they did with Sule. Sule of uh, Nicolas, Sule of uh, Bayern. They named Manchester United that he was supposed to agree to deal with Manchester United. I think so many clubs, so many players do that, especially when they are, when they are trying to have uh, contract talks and stuff like that. Exactly. It's, so, it's me. So, I think I, I was never in doubt that we were going to get Ten Hag. Now, I... I was in doubt when when Pochettino was coming up, but I was never in doubt. No, keep that keep that guy's mouth and name out of your mouth. No one wants Pochettino. <laughs> okay, um, I'll I'll replace that with the PSG manager. <laughs> but do you know? But do you know it's funny? Yeah, we've been saying uh, it's funny how Gary Neville and the rest of them for schools they want Pochettino. They know and, nothing. And somehow I'm looking at Pochettino already. Want he can't do shit with Messi, Neymar, and Bumpy. Hey, these players, these players automatically is... have an excuse. They will be this like, is... Pochettino was sacked at PSG, sacked at Tottenham, sacked even before he came to the Premier League. His job at Espanyol, he was also sacked. This is my point. Like, Poch cannot get Messi, Neymar, and Mbappe to play for him, and then. At, at, and at least with Messi and Mbappe, there's some sort of maturity and professionalism. Then has Verratti at in Man this United, field. <laughs> at Man United, you're, you're, going meet, you're, you're going to meet players. Maguire. You're going to meet players. People that don't as, even want to stand up from the bed in the morning. They want to be that, fed. Players that when, ah. you, 
when you lose a game, you're going to see about 10 reports in the press that they don't like the manager's style of play. Now you don't know how to handle training. <laughs> it's there's there was no way, and I'm not saying this because I don't like Porch or anything. I mean, I don't like his style. I, I like his style of play, but I don't what like is, what, wait, please. What is Porch's style of play, please? Play me. There's 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 some sort of pressing, not, not as high as you want it to be, and there's counter attacking. What have I do with counter-attacking football? Give me sweet sleep pass. Open that defense. Keep it open. I don't care if you're playing counter-attacking, though. This, I don't okay. care. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. See Zavibo. See Zavibo. For the fact that I, I don't like Barca for anything. But, God, you have to appreciate good football when you see it. This boy it's is good football. See, the other day I was watching, I was watching, I was watching um, this Barca highlight. I brought out Ayas highlights too. I was watching them side by side. Like I could see similarities. Like these people and, literally pass the ball to where the players are not, and, and the player is there to receive it. Like ah, yes, it's that's beauty. that's something that and that's why I wanted Ten Hag. We've also talked on this podcast. I think I am precious, and I I think it was the it, it was the episode where we where we talked about Mikel Arteta and Arsenal. I mm. I would take a coach a, a coach that has their philosophy. Every time, over any other kind of coach, the coach that has to react to the way that team plays, the coach no, that I don't, I don't like reactive coaches anymore. I... After watching Pep and Club, oh god, those guys don't care who your father is. They'll play United exactly, and you have football. to adapt to how they play. And we I'm are a big you. club, for goodness' sake. Manchester United, his time. Ah, and I'm supporting rubbish. God Anyway, hey. um. We've talked about Ten Hag's potential announcements and the prospects. Um, um, Wina, you, you, you've not talked about the players you see succeeding under Ten Hag. I'll, I'll just list my own players. I see Varane, I see Victor Lindelof. Um, okay. there has been, there's been talks that Ten Hag wants Jurian Timbas to come, to come from Ajax to Man United. That's, Even Anthony too. Yeah. Well, um, the reporter I saw by Sky Sports says that Anthony will cost a lot of money. Yeah, yeah 17 mil. Yeah, but so. you know the only reason why it's going to cost a lot of money. Okay, I don't United because it's United, my brother. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> United it. always pay the premium fee <laughs> somehow, somehow. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay, so um, Rafael Varane, Victor Lindelof, no, none of the fullbacks, none of the fullbacks. I don't think they're up to the tax. Um, the goalkeeper, for some reason, I have questions over David Bigger. Yeah, he, he. I don't think he can play with his football. He might just be all right. He might just be all right. Then Henderson might get the nod over him. Yeah. On that, on um, that, on that and hug. In midfield, the only player. Well, I see Fred, but pressures of Nagri, but we moved on from that. Bruno Fernandez, obviously, and Donny Van de Beek, who will most likely come back. Um, Va- Van de Beek is. There's, there's something that happens at at Ajax, and um, it's. It's 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 the training of the full footballer, in that if if you're if you're going to play as a midfielder, you should play as a DM, as a CM, and as an AM. You should be able to play any any role in midfield comfortably. So if you're an attacker, you should you should be able to play on both wings comfortably and play through the middle comfortably. So Van de Beek learns all that, and that's why we're so shocked that he didn't get to play at United. Because my United couldn't handle versatility. But you anyway. know, most times I watched his game, and you know the funny part. I always wondered, 
these players playing with him, are they so blind that they cannot see that his move has created an opening to pass the ball to the other player? Like, I don't understand. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not even trained as a player and I can see all these things. And yet, the players on the pitch, the one looking at him, cannot see these moves he's making. Like, it doesn't make sense. One bit. <sighs> anyway, um, so in, in attack, um, as precious as I, I don't know if Ronaldo will fit perfectly into the system, but he's Ronaldo and you cannot have Ronaldo on your team and not play him. And not just because of um, the big name that he is, because of the fact that, I mean, as I've said, he's Ronaldo, he is clutch. I mean, he, he raises the team spirit and all of that stuff. In attack, just Ronaldo and Jadon Sancho. Okay, let me list my end. Generally, in the team, even players, I think, I think, yeah, under, under Ten Hag, we'll see, we'll see the resurgence of many young players from our academy. Okay. I thought I'm you were about to I've been following James Garner at Nottingham Forest, and he's been playing very nice. I think he even scored in their last match. Yes, he scored in their yeah, last match. The yeah, boy is brilliant. And I've those been are and I'm he's now basically been playing every game. Yeah, and Abo, he, he's, he's, he's almost part of their first level without a single doubt. And they are he's part of their first level. He and plays in a, and he plays in the midfield too. Ah, the boy is good. So and he plays in the midfield too. And Ten Hag also plays in midfield too. Since you've yeah. mentioned young players, I really have to mention Ahmad Diallo. Ahmad Diallo, yeah, that was that was why I started like that. You see Diallo. Diallo is not even playing at Rangers, and it's just annoying. Why did he go no, there, man? Wasted loan. It is what it is, anyway. Um, Ghana, Ahmad. I think Ganacho. Ganacho, that boy. Yeah, uh, yeah, Ganacho. Ganacho is an good boy. That boy is good. That boy is fine. That boy knows his stuff. Hannibal Mejbri. Yeah, Mejbri too is good. He hasn't even Mejbury. been given a chance, bro. He hasn't. He hasn't been given a chance. But I'm saying, yeah, we know that Tenaz has this high sport talent and creates a beast out of Yeah, him. even if you spot yeah. talent, it doesn't mean that the talent is ready. You get, so this I'm is not Ayaz, yeah. by the way. I'm, you get, I'm just saying that this is, this is the coach that that he has been able to rebuild two different teams, two different Champions League teams, and you're like, wow, this man is good. So I believe... I'm just, I'm just saying now, eh, the way you manage young players at Ayaz and the way you manage young players at Man United, like, there's a big contrast between that. You get at my United, there's always too much pressure, and you have to worry about hype and all that. So there's quite a lot to to watch and all that. But what I'm saying is, it, that, and this is why I blame Ragnik. You get. I felt like when he was going to come in, this was my interpretation of his role. You get. He's going to try to to build that foundation. You get for. A, a new coach to to start building on, you get, and he hasn't done any of that. The same knobheads that that we're playing <laughs> on that only, they are still playing today, starting every I, match consistently. And you know that's that's I think it's actually an issue with the board. Not the only team. player that has gotten a chance that wasn't in that team already was is Ilanga, not even Dalot. Dalot was even begged at some point for one Bisaka. For reasons best known to Ragnik, because <laughs> one Bisaka, like, I don't know, a right back that doesn't know where the right is, the right <laughs> back of defense. Right. But you don't, 
So yeah, I I let me call my player. So Elanga definitely will fit into Asmin's style. Uh, where would he play? Let me ask you, where would he play? <laughs> I don't know about Anthony Elanga though. Who is who is Anthony Elanga now in the current Ajax team? He he's more of uh what's this guy's name Because I know he's, he's not Tadic. No, he's not Tadic. He's definitely not Tadic. Uh, and he's not Anthony either, because he can't dribble. But he can run, like Neres. <laughs> I know that like who? Neres, what's that boy's name? Should be Neres. Don't start for Ayers. Yeah, before I think 2019 season. 2020, yeah, and Neres actually knows how to dribble. Yes. Neres is an excellent dribbler. <laughs> but I'm saying you before we get, you, you know, you know, you know actually, just, I, you know why I think, you know fan, I think people uh, will do well in this team. As a Man United fan, what I know for one is that even the players we hate, we love. You get, and. We just like our players. We love our players so much, you get. But sometimes it stops us from seeing the truth, you get. I would even prefer if Elanga was actually taught to play as a center forward, like taught that center forward role, you get. Because he's really not slick on the ball. I don't see that slickness of a winger on him. He yes. runs, though, and he's direct, you get. Yeah, but being a winger is not about directness. It's about tricking in the first place. Because you're not a striker. And then, I feel like she why she why this Greenwood issue always annoys me the more. Greenwood Greenwood is not is not even purely a winger. He's not even purely a striker either. He's is what you say. Um, he's definitely a dude that yeah. Under, you say he's a complete forward. Always rotate that front that front three will always be in a rotating pattern. That 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 boy that boy you have to just be a fool. And and um. He, Precious, you just said complete forward, and um, the only person I can call a complete forward at, in, in our team currently is Jadon Sancho. He's not because... a complete... He can't play through the middle. He can't play as a striker. Oh, but I... I Okay, he has not been played as a striker before. I don't he think he been, can. He has been played can. behind the striker. Well, he can play as a midfielder. He can, he play, can as play as an attacking midfielder, but he can't play as a striker. And I mean, there's there's Anthony Martial as well, but the the person we have that's been a, okay, Anthony Martial at some point you get, but he doesn't seem to do any of the two jobs well, play as yeah. a winger or, the, or, or as a striker. Ronaldo in his prime was a complete forward. He could play in the wing and he could play through the middle. So that's that's more like a complete forward for anyway, you. Anyway, we we've done seventy minutes. Let's quickly, very quickly, just run over. How do you think Lewandowski will fit into Baka's system? Hmm. I don't think Lewandowski is going to Barcelona. Okay. I just asked you how. Because he what what is it? No, I, let's start from the root of the pro, of the okay, question. Okay, 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 yeah. okay. Because for what reason would he would he go to Barcelona for? Why? I don't know. I I really don't know. But I mean, the links have been reasonable. Yes, that, there's really no there's really no link. It's just Lewandowski. And I've even heard rumors of him going to Chelsea, like <laughs> Leipzig and all that. Like he's he's a very big player, and of course, people are going to try and link him to stuff. But I don't think I think if he's going to leave Bayern, it's going to be. To the Premier League. I don't okay. think he's playing in the Spanish league. Like he might as well stay at Bayern. 
Yeah. He might as well stay at Bayern. So, and the Premier League, I don't even, I don't even like, let me just not say anything because in the Premier League, I don't even know who, who he's going to play for, who he might play for. It's yeah, probably yeah. Manchester is probably the only team that will yeah. consider getting Lewandowski. Um, Wina, do you have any thoughts on this? Mm, I don't think, yeah, I also agree with you. I don't think he has any reason to go to buy, uh, to Baka. But I think if he did, he will fit in well into this Baka system, you know. He has this Suarez kind of vibe. I love that shit. Yeah. You know? But he's 34, bro. Yeah. Yes, it's never stopped him from scoring good goals up to this point. Even Karim Benzema. Oh, God. Bigger will definitely kill it there in Baka. Imagine him playing with um with a hungry Ferran Torres one side, Dembele the other side. Behind him, he has Gavi, he has Pedri. Oh. I remember I remember us talking about Ferran Torres here and I was so sure that Ferran was going to come good for Baka. Yeah, the guy, the guy. The, the yeah, um, right. Mohamed Salah's Mohamed Salah's contract with Liverpool contract. is complicated as I don't know. It's com- like Salah's contract situation is really complicated. And um, um, I know for a fact that Klopp wants him to stay. Mm-hmm. Who wouldn't want Salah to stay? Ah, I believe yeah. he's the best thing, man. Salah is good. So um, this is this is hypothetical as well. Hypothetically. Mm-hmm. If Salah leaves Liverpool, do you think they will need a replacement? I personally don't think so. Um, maybe, maybe for squad depth, but a replacement in the starting eleven, I don't think so. And um, what will be the repercussions for them if he leaves the club? In terms of play, obviously, a replacement because I don't think they have any other left-footed forward. Okay, yeah, that's that's important as well. That's important for the way that they play because the wingers have to cut inside. I don't think there's any. Yeah, they play. They play mostly house spaces. They play mostly on the house spaces. Mm. So, yeah, they actually need a replacement if Salah should leave. Okay, so I don't think Salah would leave. Yeah, I. But the thing with Liverpool is they might not replace him that season. You get they like to take their time with their recruitment, and their recruitment is always on point. Is that like, Papa? Papa, they just they, they look at the way the, the way they got this Diaz boy. Like, what? That boy does slow. It's slow and it and but it's still on points. They don't make mistake when they want to recruit. Well, look at um, what's this one from Wolves? Jota. The way they got Jota, like ah, from nowhere. And you know what pains me? They actually get their players cheap. Like they don't, they don't have to spend. Break the bank like United, pay eighty million for a waste. <laughs> this is five million. I'll be saying five million. How much did they get for Van Dyke for again? Proper investment. See Van Dyke. Where they went for Konati and Konati is balling. He's balling. Oh. So United know they see all these five fine players like you know see <laughs> Konati, you know see your Pamekan. Ah, God of my my club. <laughs> okay. Um. Um, it's it's a wrap for us. It's been a pleasure having you listen to this very long conversation. Um, quickly, um, we are on social media at MySpace Show on Twitter, at MySpace Show on Facebook, 
at my space show underscore on Instagram. There is always a conversation to join on social media. There is always a conversation to join on Spotify and on the Anchor app. And if you just listen to us, you could always drop a comment and we'll be sure to reply. Thank you so much for listening. Um, This is me saying bye. And I hope United win tomorrow. United fans have to stick together now. More <laughs> hopefully, ever. hopefully. I want to sleep well this weekend. <laughs> yeah. When, when you lose, it affects my mood. It's my it's bad so i don't want it to happen so yeah i'm off i'm out of here and thank you for staying true and precious bye bye yeah bye everyone thanks for listening yeah Yeah. bye